0: Hello and welcome to Mental Space, your bi-weekly show from Scandinavia about mental health. We are five therapists and psychologists from Croatia, India, Poland, Romania and Russia who want to promote mental health by bringing related topics to you. In the process, we hope to support and inspire you to look after your mental space in a healthy way. What does community mean to you? And have you ever turned to art and found that it has the power to transform you in invisible ways? Today's podcast is about how two artists are making the world of art more accessible and creating possibilities for anyone wanting to explore their artistic side. We also hear from a busy scientist who found refuge in art during the COVID restrictions and struck just the right balance to cope. Keep listening. Hello and welcome to Mental Space. I'm Magnus girl mental health expert and your host for today's podcast. Since my early 20s, I have called many different countries my home. It comes with its perks, yes, but it's not without its frustrations either. Without the nuanced understanding that comes from growing up in a country, like its language, the culture, collective traumas and belief systems, a new immigrant can feel quite out of the depth. Not to mention having to deal with the numerous stereotypes that they are compelled to live up to or rebel against, depending on the context. It's a daunting, mentally taxing experience. So far, so normal. Two of the things that helped me cope with the harshness of some of these situations were art and finding my community. Today, I have the pleasure to talk with someone who took this experience and raised it to another level. Helping in turn not only themselves, but numerous others too. True changemakers, Melanie Smith and Ida Glad uh, from Arts Sorry, Ida Glell from Arts Escape Studios are here to talk to us about how they go about creating mental space through their work here in Copenhagen. Welcome Melanie and Ida, uh, and thanks for taking the time to be here. To start with, I thought maybe you could introduce yourselves just a few lines about who you are and where you come from and what brings you here. Yeah,
1: hi, Um. my name is Melanie and uh, I'm Canadian and from Newfoundland and Labrador and uh, I'm here uh, because my husband is Danish and uh, we now have three kids here in Denmark. So um, yeah, I've been living here for nine years and uh, started Art Escape Studios, um, yeah, officially like two years ago, yeah.
0: Oh, how lovely.
2: Yeah, hi, and thank you for the sweet introduction. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I uh, am Danish and uh, grew up here uh, in Copenhagen, and I work here as a
0: teacher and an artist. Um, Okay, that's right. And I would like to compliment you, uh, Melanie, uh, on the name you have chosen for studio uh, for your studio, Art Escape. That's very jungian, right, if I can use that term. Yeah. <laughs> as in, as a psychotherapist, you don't want people to escape, right? Yeah. <laughs> there, isn't yeah. <laughs> Explain what it is. If I what's um, the story behind this? Well actually uh This
1: concept of kind of art escape started a very long time ago with a friend of mine, Lori McCarthy from Newfoundland, where her and I would do these weekend uh, retreats and uh, we would take people to remote locations in Newfoundland, do a specific cuisine from a specific country and escape into art. Can you make
0: money from this?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was really great. It was great. We would book out little places and uh, it was really, really lovely. And then we had always kind of dreamed together that we would do this across the pond, as we say in Newfoundland, um, because we always really wanted to come to Europe and do this kind of art escape. Uh, And then as it may, uh, 10 years, almost 10 years after we started that concept, I moved to Denmark. And um, I started my uh, career again as a chef here in Denmark. And um, after six years of doing that and kind of navigating my way through, I realized, OK, now I have the means to create this art escape. I've made connections, I've, I have employees, I have um, now I know some spaces in Denmark and I thought, okay, now is the opportunity to create an art escape in Denmark. So Lori, unfortunately, she's um, yeah, she's internationally renowned these days. So she's doing her own thing. She's very busy. We're still in contact, of course. But um, she was unable to come. She had her own projects going on. And so had you know granted me uh, the blessing to go ahead and do it myself. So then I decided to create Art Escape Denmark. And uh, that's where it came from. So in 2016, I I quit my job. And um, I kind of stumbled into a job as the uh, executive chef at the Comedy Zoo. And that gave me the means to create this art escape and take the time off that I needed and to do this. And so I launched it and just kind of jumped in and said, okay, actually, a friend of mine, Michelle uh, Myrick, inspired me. She just said, you know, if you don't try you're never going to know, so just do it. What are you oh, going to yes. lose? And I'm like, you're so right. So I just jumped in and did it. And before I knew it, it was booked. It was completely booked. And I was like, okay, this is happening in a year. like, Because I gave it one year. So then in 2017, we did Art Escape Denmark in Verluse where we had a mix of danes and internationals and uh, it was one week in copenhagen and we stayed in verluse we did plein air painting we stayed at a working farm so we had these beautiful rapeseed oil fields and uh, it was just gorgeous amazing
0: so it's not just art it's also kind of escaping it's a bit a bit of travel yes
1: it was travel and art and then also cuisine so uh, the idea is that you do uh, I want to grow this idea of course this is something i'm currently still working on but so we did full traditional danish cuisine so i designed a menu based on um a danish food and then we had a chef come in and cook for us and uh yeah it was brilliant and so then i thought okay art escape i want to keep that because we started i started branding that as my studio name and, uh, and then I just decided, okay, I'm going to keep it as Art Escape Studios. Before in Canada, uh, it was Mel Smith Studios. It was my own studio. But uh, then I thought it needs to be more than that. It needs to be not about me. It needs to be about more than that. So I kept the name Art Escape Studios.
0: Oh, very very inspiring.
2: Yeah, thank you. We actually oh had wow. the experience, now we talked about Escape. <laughs> and people came here during the corona, um, like we... We, of course, uh, stick to all the restrictions. We were never more than four people in the studio. But they came and painted, and they had like a break from all the craziness that has been going on Past uh, year.
0: So they prioritized this as the one thing they they were
2: like, what do you remember what she said, your student, the
0: last at the student
2: exhibition about like what it meant to her during the pandemic to be able to come here.
1: Yeah, it was her escape. It was what kept her on track during Corona and allowed her to feel community and normal during this time when everything felt very panicked. So while we were here, um, it was very calm and very normal. But I mean, like Ida said, of course we had the distance and the masks and the sanitization and the doors open and the everything in place but even with those things in place i think actually i think it's a testament to the teachers as well that we were able to still create this really nice connection with our community and keep our community connected a lot of places fell apart but we actually got stronger and our students while they didn't see each other i mean you know they're used to being in a class with 14 sometimes 16 students being broken down to four, and they're like, hmm, you know, I, I wonder where Edita is, or I wonder where Fadi is. And, but through us, we were able to see that, those people every week and say, well, this is what they're doing. So they could stay connected. Um, and that's kind what of. You missed in this week. One
0: of the hardest things to deal with was the yeah. isolation and the yeah. sense of not connecting to something. Yeah. Um, so community is big a big uh, uh, part. part of our escape concept it's, as well, isn't
1: it? It's why it started. <laughs> um, I mean, outside of the idea of having our escape retreat here in Denmark, after I got pregnant with my daughter, I just, it was such a lonely space to be in, to be here, and not have your family, not have your mother, not have your girlfriends that you grew up with, that you really, you know, you wanted to share that experience with. And I, I remember saying to my husband, like, I have to make a community that is mine like that is my own that is not your friends and your family and it needs to be something that I want to be in for my children.
0: I think every every international who's listening to this podcast would be able to really relate to that, okay. and every yeah. mom, I think, because motherhood we don't speak about it often, but motherhood can be quite an isolating, lonely experience. Anyhow, okay. yeah, right?
1: Yeah, I found it very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in my in the first pregnancy, I mean, I was very fortunate to get a lovely group of moms from an international yoga class I went to. Uh, which we are still friends today, uh, four years later. But it it was still quite lonely because it's not the same sharing experience than when you have your own mother and your grandmother and your aunts and everybody kind of giving you that energy and love. So it was really important to me to build the studio. Yeah. So,
0: so you keep that, you keep some of the lessons you learned from your life or your experience here in, when, you, when
1: you create a community yeah. in Artescape? Oh my god, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, kindness is at the top of our list. Like, from the customers that come through the door to the students that come in to the artists that come in, there needs to be kindness. I'm very, I'm strict about that. I'm strict about kindness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want that to. Really that, yeah. yeah, she's a strict, kind person, yes and I totally. trying to make a of coffee when you were busy, <laughs> Melody, and we saw that you have uh, actually you have it out there on the on the tabletop saying yeah. three hugs here. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Are you strict about that? Yeah, <laughs> actually,
1: I, I have had customers come in and say, "Really, are you going to give me a hug?" I'm like, "Well, yeah. Do you want a hug?" And they say, "Yeah, of course, I've done it." And okay. they're like, "Oh, that was nice." <laughs> yeah, mm. of course. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. I love is, that. And is
0: that very Canadian? Yes. Is that something you
1: get from? It's Canadian, but it's Newfoundland. Mm. It's like, um, I mean, Canada is, is one thing and I love Canada, but Newfoundland is huge. It's home. Newfoundland is so warm. It has a presence of its own. It's its own space within Canada. And the people from home are just kind and warm and accepting and
2: generous and yeah. And that from, from my perspective, I, I'm Danish yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we don't, I don't mean, ask you we, do you, we, we you don't know. have the, the habit of actually helping each other the same way that I think Melanie is used to. So my meeting with Melanie, uh, like I would, I just, I couldn't like almost believe how she would always, even though she'd been to work the whole day and she has a toddler at home, she would <laughs> drive me home if I needed it. And she would just always like uh, go a little bit extra to actually like help me if I needed it. And I wasn't used to that. Like I just How did you not
0: do that? Was it was it daunting? Was it no, no she she why is she getting so familiar? What was it? I feel, I
2: feel like I mean I feel like that This is something I long, long for too in a community. I I want to be in a community where we help each other, but it's not my second nature. The same way that I think it's Melanie's actually. Well, we talked a lot about the like, why is this? Why is this cultural difference? And it always comes down to like, well, we have a welfare system, so we are used to that. uh, Yeah, because people. The government takes care of you or helps you
0: community
2: exactly so we we don't use each other the same way i feel that uh, other people from different cultural backgrounds do are used to actually supporting each other for life i see like i see it as a uh, as also because like i came into this expat community and and I can also see how like the people who have moved here they help each other figuring out how does things work here they like help each other with their small businesses
0: and so could... not only is this a safe space for uh, for people like me who are not artists but mm-hmm. also artists themselves is that
2: what you're saying uh
0: what sorry again so not only is it a safe space just for people customers here but also for the artists who work here
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I like I for me, uh, the whole I feel like the whole collective or artist. Um, I mean, we've been many like different people coming and going. I've been here from the beginning, along with uh, another girl called Christine. Uh, but then there's been people coming and going for different reasons. But I feel like uh, I mean, I have always felt completely safe uh, with Melanie because uh, um, she is very explicit about what she wants, and she's strict about the kindness <laughs> bit. And she—I mean, yeah, like she, she, she—like my feeling about <laughs> melanie is that she really gives a lot, but she also expects a lot. And I feel like that's—I <laughs> that's feel like that's a, a a really nice trait. And also, like, when, well, because when exists. you when you give a lot, you of course you also want other people to like you give themselves and commit themselves to the project. And so she's a, I feel like I feel like she's a brilliant, <laughs> brilliant leader. I, I, I really thank you. And she became such a good friend of me, and and kind of a little bit of also a mentor. Like that's how I see you.
0: I love that you call her a leader. And the other day, I, I was at a networking event, and then someone said, "You know, I don't want a manager. I want a leader." Mm-hmm. And I think that's quite telling. you I mean, a lot of people can manage. Yeah.
2: But but she's but not, like a, she's, different. she's not like a she's not right, like a boss. She's you. yeah. She's mm-hmm. a friend. She's a leader. She's a community builder, and she. Don't like uh boss. Start the blush. Oh <laughs> do you need a sort Melanie? <laughs> I minute? honestly I feel like I've been <laughs> wanting to say stuff like this <laughs> about you for so long <laughs> for so someone sweet. to hear because you have really made a big impression on mm-hmm. me. Thank you. So many ways. But it but it comes back.
1: Like it yeah. it uh I feel like the artists that we have here are so talented and they also give me a lot. I get inspired you know i i want to do things uh, yeah like i i for me it also gives me a lot it gives me community it's it gives me friendship it gives me inspiration um motivation you know it makes me want to do better uh, and it makes me want to be here to be in Denmark, it, mm-hmm. I, I think that's been a huge change a, for me, and
0: that's a huge part. and That wasn't yeah. so straightforward for you as a I mean, if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm if I got it right, that uh, you did this in a way because it's hard being alone here and being new, I definitely, sw-
1: yeah, I definitely struggled mm-hmm. with it. Um, I mean, when I first moved to Denmark, of course, I was incredibly in love with my very handsome husband, mm-hmm. and um, and so I. I don't think I really considered at that time that this was forever. Like, I, I was <laughs> oh, Like so many people it's who true. fall in love cross-cultural life. It's really difficult. Like, you're, you're so caught up in the moment. And I knew that I was leaving my home, and I knew what I was leaving. That wasn't lost on me at all. Um, I'm so connected to home. So I that was huge for me. But I really felt like this was the right decision for me in my life at that time. But once I got here... Kind of the novelty of being in denmark and the excitement of being somewhere different once all that kind of settled and i realized right i have to work here i have to meet friends here i need community here i need family here i need all those things like i don't want them i actually need them in order to feel safe and like i want to be here and i i really think like
0: so you wish you had someplace, space like artists Yes, back in those years. And,
1: you know, I tried. I, I looked. I applied for collectives. I went to interviews for collectives. And I was never met. I, I felt like I was really, it, it was harsh. I felt like it was really harsh. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't creative enough. I wasn't political enough. I wasn't. And so I would go into these meetings with collectives and I would walk out and just be so upset and be like, my God, like I'm not without talent. I'm not without opinion or a voice. Like I, I do have something that I really want to say and I want to contribute. I just want to contribute. That's what I want to do. I I just want to do that. And I felt like it was so difficult. So my, I I mean, having the the kids was really the turning point for me because I knew that something had to be there for them, you know? (laughs) And so when I decided to make Art Escape Studios, it was... I'm going to bring everybody in. I want everyone to feel safe and welcome. I don't want people to be criticized on their artwork. I don't want people to feel like they're lesser than. I want them to feel like they can be creative. And maybe we have people that are working at a different level. And in, some people are working as hobby artists. Some people are working in the middle of their career. Some people have been working professionally for a long time and all of those things are fine. And one of the things I've really wanted people to feel here is that they can grow. And I think that's really important.
0: And that that's that's very fascinating. It's actually very in line with uh, a lot of psychology um, research that shows that actually art and community go a long way in providing. Good mental health, and then uh, well, my next topic was for Ida your my question because if I'm not mistaken, you have a background in social psychology.
2: Yeah, uh, I have a bachelor degree in social psychology and communication.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so how do you combine what you've learned in your psychology background with uh, what you do here?
2: Um, So. during my studies I became very interested in oh I was already interested in how can art be applied in kind of a mental health uh, setting or actually just like how can because I already knew from my own experience that art is amazing and and creating makes me feel good and it makes me grow as a person and I just feel like why is this Uh, information not available to people why is it only so few people who can you know call themselves artists and work with art when we all have the ability to create
0: yeah 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 I mean
2: we don't all have to be famous artists but that doesn't mean that we can't sit down and and be creative and I feel like a lot of people I meet uh, I've been teaching for four years and many different uh, target groups and different people and in both uh, different corporations and private settings and all of them are like no i can't create no i can't do it no i'm like i'm terrible at this and then they sit down and they do it and they're like oh my god i made this amazing painting (laughs) yeah yeah and people are like they're like almost shocked about themselves. I
1: tell because people all the time when they say that, I say you get surprised. Yeah, yes.
2: everybody has it. Everybody has the ability
1: yeah. to
0: do
2: it. Yeah, right. But everybody. everybody but, but for some reason, you learn for, throughout your upbringing or whatever that you shouldn't pursue it or it's a waste of time or whatever. And I feel like uh, there is a lot of positive benefits to creating that has not just something to do with the product that you make, well, but has actually to something that, to do right? with the process. Is
0: there, I mean, how do you back this up? Where does psychology come in? So, yeah, uh, doing my
2: studies at the university, I became interested in the research field that is called um, Arts and Health. Uh, in Danish, uh, Kultur so, no, And it's uh, actually a a growing field in Denmark, where there is a lot of research that has been looking at how can art and not just uh, like visual art, but uh, culture, music, Mm -hmm. literature, different things, how can that um, kind of uh, both prevent diseases, but also help people who struggle with different diseases or mental health issues. And um, I became aware of uh, this uh, report that came out in 2019 um, from WHO. World Health Organization. Yeah, yeah. It has actually made uh, this very uh, extensive report with uh, 3,000 studies about art and health. So it's very much backed up by science at this point, it's just not very much it's just not implemented in the so much in the culture yet yet. no it's definitely coming uh i'm sure i i have this from a a person who i I told you before i participated in a linkedin meeting where this person who is actually a researcher at who said that in 10 years this is going to be common Common knowledge.
0: I get it. Wasn't it? Wasn't it one of the things kronby? If I'm pronouncing it right. Am mm-hmm.
2: i pronouncing it. Right? Yeah,
0: kronby. <laughs> <can't be. laughs> <laughs> I still struggle with that after uh-huh. ten years. Uh, he actually opened up. Uh, museums and, uh, and art schools at schools mm-hmm. and for everybody and yeah. that really did something to change yeah. to make Denmark where it is now because art does something to people that inspires you right mm-hmm. um, so I totally back this I think it has also helped me you know in really stressful periods to be able to just go to a museum and look at art yeah. I, I know that I changed as a person Yeah, I do yeah. love as a person um, so I, I hope this is true and I, if it's backed by science you do right it's yeah, a great yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you? So, I saw that you have a class. I've been going over the description of your art class called expressive painting, and you make it sound so good. Like, it's not <laughs> about and, I mean, I just want to come there just to be part of it, right? <laughs> so, how do you use How do you make it a safe space?
2: Yeah, so, um, actually, to do so. I try to be an example and and be very open about myself and my own process and talk about the challenges that you can meet within yourself when you use your creativity. Uh, And I kind of just um, make like, uh, also, like we, when we begin the classes, I begin them with uh, guided meditation. So people calm down in their bodies and relax. And then I do um, some some artist affirmation, as I call it, um, which is kind of some words or sentences that I repeat um, that uh, support people in pursuing this, in pursuing their creativity, in um, giving themselves the, the space and permission to... To create and explore and um, develop uh, and without without having to reach a certain result or produce a masterpiece or whatever, but actually,
0: really? yeah, really, yeah,
2: you can actually really like. Just...
0: so i don't come out making the best
2: art ever well i i really f- well i think that's a matter of opinion because
1: i think some of the best art to come uh-huh. yet that comes out of it, the best thing that comes out of it is
2: that you get this expressive kind of quality yeah, yeah. Like people put themselves and, into it and, this and that is, makes it this is art. where the the psychology comes in because they put themselves into it so they
0: so I can already see through the principles myself, right? I come from the metacognitive background. I see that, okay, I've had, I'm have had. i a person who goes to work and I have had the, a tough day. Say I get five clients who are all having a crisis on the same day you come in, you're kind of a bit tense, right? So already, so you start with uh, meditation. So it kind of makes me grounded, mm-hmm. kind of makes me think about my own thoughts. Um, and what else? Then what, So now I'm in the class, I'm relaxed a bit. Mm-hmm. What happens then?
2: Well, then I also yeah. show... Um... I also I combine it with like these mental exercises, but then also a lot of theory. So uh, I do I do I do present some different theory and some different tools and techniques, so they have something to go about it with, right? So they also have some knowledge of. This
0: of, is where the art bit comes. In. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But then uh, uh, then uh, there is some exercises, and then I, there's actually a free space to create. And, um, Sounds
0: exciting for working. Yes, <laughs> but, but either yeah, you're not afraid yeah. of negative emotions. I no. <laughs> tell me you know, you're something
2: interesting before. So tell
0: me about that. So, so saying, you know, yeah. So, like, okay, oh no, I have to make this art now. Yes. Yeah, so this
2: wow. is, you know, the the fear of the white canvas, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you sit there and oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I see that. uh um, this is uh, something that comes up in, in a lot of people sometimes we can call it creative blockage or whatever but I've, I think it's just emotions and and what comes up sometimes that I noticed for people when they start being creative um, is that they they have to relate to themselves in a new way they have to venture where they have not gone before and it makes you, you know, vulnerable and like but also uh, it like it calls for your uh, your courage and 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 all these uh, things that we don't maybe not always practice in in a daily life or notice yeah um so so sometimes what comes up is this uh, inner self-criticism critic, or self-judgment and um, and and then we address it if it comes up <laughs>
0: Okay, Hida, it's, it sounds very relatable, you know, this internal, self-critical, judgmental voice, I get it once in a while. How do you concretely handle this in class? Do you have any examples for me?
2: Yeah, so I have examples about this coming up, uh, not in this class, but in a workshop that I did. It's called Creative Guidance. And, uh, well, if it comes up, it comes up like, usually comes up like, uh, not people not always articulate it. Some people say, oh, I suck at this or whatever other people kind of just like f- like freeze or like just feel like they don't want to do it anymore like I want to go home so you see more.
0: different ways of it uh-huh. yes
2: yeah. Yeah. so I articulated I say that uh, like I speak by my own experience that because they look to me like oh she's the teacher she knows how this is she probably don't feel that way we all look at each other like that oh she's so confident he's so confident he you know, like this. we all, yeah, and we. So I feel like I want to be transparent with myself and 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 talk about my own process and how I deal with this because I've done a lot with this, mm-hmm. <laughs> like definitely with uh, throughout my painting and my. Does it
0: help you as well.
2: Yes, yeah, so I feel like every time I take a step in the direction that I want to take, I grow, and I kind of have to deal with this voice on a different level because i i the way i view it is that it's kind of trying to keep me safe in the known part of me where where you, you like control it. you have control yeah every time i take a step into the unknown it starts being like oh my god oh my god and then yeah, a way <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: and then a way it can come out is that no you're not good at this or, other people are better than you and, it's already done before and blah, 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 blah. It has many faces and many. Uh, so my my um, my point is that you need to get to know it. You need to understand how does it sound? When does it come up? What is it telling you? And then you have to confront it because if you don't, it's gonna just keep being in the back of your head unconsciously and constantly uh, make sure that you are never going to take any steps out of your comfort zone.
0: Yeah, we would stop living right if we didn't have stress. Uh, And I
2: think we have this part of ourselves, everybody, but we are not always conscious about it. So sometimes it comes up, maybe it comes up in conflicts or relationships or whatever. But I feel like in this painting, Uh, intuitive painting creative process you actually have a safe space where you can confront it and work with it get to know it so like i feel like there's different tools you know as a psychologist you can have an inner dialogue if you kind of start asking questions back like i try to do that it's like oh you're no good you're good for nothing i'm like oh okay Uh, what do you base that on actually like why, why do you why are you saying that and then usually if you start a dialogue like it's very vague arguments coming coming up so that's one way I think. Another way I really think is beneficial is to share it with someone else that you feel Everyone separate. feels that
0: I'm the only one who leaves yeah. voices in yeah. my head, right? And yeah. then, you're right, there are people who go through their entire life without ever actually noticing it uh-huh. and, saying, and putting a mirror on it and saying, really, yeah. am I really good for nothing? You know, yeah. that kind of, just that simple yeah. dialogue helps. Yeah. And, you don't have to necessarily be in the place where you are mentally ill or unhealthy. To no. use something to go out and benefit from something like that like art and community yeah. and being in a space which allows you to express yourself in different ways and definitely grow and create and yeah. deal with I I, the, I think it's
2: important to say like it's not a we're not a mental like we don't we, we don't treat people who are mentally ill no here. we don't know it's no, just it's more like expensive. we all have to feel and balance in our life not to you know have anxiety or stress or depression or whatever we all have to to find that balance and that's it
0: so how so how do you ladies and that brings you to another question how do you each of you uh create mental space because it sounds like you guys are busy you know i mean in the last uh, couple of hours that we've been making this podcast melanie yeah. you've been yeah. you've made lunches <laughs> you've, been, <laughs> you've been running around like yeah. stuff and you've been you know painting and
2: uh, doing your work how do you
0: make mental space for yourself you want to go first <laughs> yeah well uh, you can go
1: first um, yeah it's difficult it is difficult so like i said i have three kids and i have a husband at home that of course needs me as well and uh then this space and then we have uh, everything here so um it is hard and but i i have learned actually um from other people like Ida as well, They has inspired me to, to take the time. And uh, so it is difficult sometimes. Sometimes I have to financially take a hit and, and take the break and have more staff on. Other times, I, you know, I just need to take a vacation and I've gotten better. I still don't think I'm great. I still push myself quite a bit, but I have gotten a lot better at it. And I, I this year especially, and I think with Corona, it has also really made me realize that I, I really need to take time for myself, so I I do. I either take a day off and I sleep in. I uh, take a day. I do. I'm very strict about my days off uh, during the weeks. Every Saturday it's a no-screen day for me, so I'm with my children, unless there is a, a special a special day. Like unless there's something here that I really need to be at. Saturdays are for my family, and uh, and then Tuesdays it's a loose day for me. I can either take the day off or I can do things for the cafe that need to get done, which is fine. But it's a day that I don't have to stress about being here. And, um, and then I have painting. And um, sometimes it gets away from me, but I, I do get back to it and I do reconnect. And especially even in the last couple of weeks, I have made time. I've stayed late or I've come back after being home. Just to work on painting, and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. It feels just nice to be creative, to work on creative projects when we have so much going on with business.
0: Without an agenda.
1: Without an agenda. Yeah. Just to do it. Just to do it because I want to do it. Just working on commission pieces that I, I like. I want to do, and uh, and and just being creative. Actually, is quite nice when business takes a huge chunk of my time, a lot of the time.
0: I but love I, this. I love that you create. You you take the time. You, you treat your men, uh, your personal time with yeah. the same strictness, like you say. Yeah. Uh, strictness with your kindness, you yeah. strict with your mental space. I love yeah. that. So I, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: important and treat I have little
0: pockets in your daily I do. life, in yeah. your weekly life. And
1: i'm i'm getting better i mean i still think i need to work on it i still think i can work on personal care um i still think that so i have could... reached
0: perfection yet no i don't uh, know if that'll ever happen eternal, eternal goal, that, but eternal goal I guess, right yeah, yeah. but,
1: uh, but I, I am recognizing it more and more and i do take the time yeah. even if it's inconvenient i i say no it has to happen yeah
0: well, excellent and what about you Ida? how do you create mental space for yourself
2: so um, I actually grew up with parents who uh, practiced meditation every day. And that was kind of like, so I, when I was a child, I was like, that's just what you yeah, they do. They are Danish, right? They're, They're Danish, right? yeah. 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 Uh, but, um, yeah i was just i just grew up with like that was normal until i realized it wasn't normal in other families but uh but i feel like that that is that was their mental health practice and um and i adopted that when i was 18 i learned to meditate too and i've been doing it pretty much ever since um so that's a big part for me another one is being out in nature a really something i love and and
0: there's no excuse here because you can always find that nature around here.
2: well i actually live all summer and way into the fall and early spring yeah, amazing. and uh, yeah yeah i'm so lucky with that yeah, and so then cool. also painting <laughs> yeah. because um, i feel like if i haven't painted for a long time it's like i feel like this urge like this inner Mm -hmm. i feel yeah Yeah, we feel it that's why i've been
1: painting lately because i'm like it's driving me crazy that i haven't been doing that and and i'm missing it
2: very much but then sometimes we also have like a night where we paint together it's not so often but that's so amazing! We paint together and drink wine and just talk, to, talk and, and and have good times together. We've had a few nice collective evenings like, collective.
1: like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's been really nice where we've had all the collective members just painting t- together yeah.
2: for no reason, just to do it. Yeah, and also the sauna. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. okay, it
0: sounds like there's no less, I mean there, there's no dearth of uh, options to have make mental space I love it yeah. There um, there's many options and uh, yeah. I think it's important to say there are
2: many options for every people but do we take them do we prioritize them do, so we,
0: like you do? do we do we do well we yeah. well, at least we try yeah actually. we try yeah. it's yeah. not like
2: that we don't lose balance sometimes oh, yeah. and get stressed yeah. and all that but but yeah. I do feel like this is in it's something I'm very aware of, that you have to that's give yourself a, that space. I'm more
1: aware of it because of you, because you're that's, aware that's
2: of it. That's because, because It helps yeah. to
0: have a psychologist. in. Yeah, mind. it does. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a psychologist. I have to, no, uh, so yeah. a psychology background.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a, I, have, I have a life coaching background, yeah. so I'm a coach, but uh, mm-hmm. I can't say I'm a psychologist. No, I know it, that is a particular
0: title particular yeah. that is protected. Yeah. Okay, great. Sounds yeah, like uh, we had a, a we, you give us a lot of options. Uh, I have. I want to ask you one question. It's not related to art or community or mental space. I want to know if you have some um, tips for our international new uh, international uh, audience here. Mm-hmm. If you could give me your favorite thing to do in Denmark, what would it would would it be at the moment? One oh, favorite, favorite thing. Favorite thing to do in Denmark. Yeah, one tip. What is your favorite new cafe or something you found? Or what are you loving oh at the God, moment? Oh my God, that's hard. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's not hard for me. I oh, mean, this, what you this, this is my favorite space. This is space. your favorite space. I love being here. Yeah. I love being here. Everything that I love is right here okay, and uh,
0: yeah. it's true. just I come to artists. Visit. It's not just the
2: commercial, <laughs> especially
1: how I feel. It is true. I love being here too. I would, I spend my time here and then I spend my
2: time home and then come here and home. Like it's, it's because people come to this space. Yeah. So we meet so many different people from different cultures and different places. They moved here. And everyone, and there is this kind of open openness to the space, so people are are sharing their life stories with
0: us. And well, I've only been here two two days, and I've seen that there's a lot of buzz around here with yeah. international people coming in and out. So I can definitely back this assertion up.
1: Of- One of the things I like to say about this space, you know, I see a lot on the expats uh, Facebook group in Copenhagen people who are calling out, (laughs) calling out for friends. They're actually putting out an ad to look for friends. And I mean, it's great that uh, you should do that. You need to look out because then if if you don't do that, then of course you're going to end up depressed or upset or so it's great don't that they're do it, doing it but i answer those all the time not as an ad for art escape studios but i do tell them like drop by they don't need to come and buy anything i don't care if they buy anything but but come in come into the space and sit down and have a chat everybody here will love to talk to you and everybody would be happy to say hi and see what you're doing or go out for a walk with you or just make friends and so you know i like to 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 make that clear like we are a studio we are a cafe as well that's what keeps our doors open that's what keeps the studio running the little bit of money that comes in from that it's not a lot you know it's definitely not lining pockets that's for sure but we are a studio and as a studio and a collective together the idea is that we that you can be in here that you can be it's a safe space you can come and learn you can come and just sit we have a lot of people that even yeah, just come from the hospital and ask if they can come in and read a book for an hour i'm like of course of course i'm going to say yes to that if you want to come in and use the bathroom no one's going to tell you you can't do it if you just want to come in and say hi or sit outside for a second or
0: just just any just come and do it sounds so yeah. lovely melanie so now i know that next time i'm feeling lonely and a bit low on by. life i am going to come by and i know where to go yeah that sounds amazing well thank you for those words um melanie and Ada. Uh, I had such a lovely chat and uh, thanks for taking the time to sit down with me. Uh, you're, you're welcome. For thank you
1: for today. It's really
0: nice. Hi, Sandra. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are uh, you, Magna? <laughs> I'm doing well, and you? Good, good. Thank you. So, Sandra and I, we know each other from before, and, uh, and uh, as coincidence goes, uh, she has also been working, um, she's also been visiting Art Escape Studios for, uh, for learning how to do art. Is that accurate, Sandra?
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I've been just taking oil painting classes for two years.
0: Two years now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what I thought, what I've been doing is I've been having a chat with Melanie and Ida about Art Escape and the community that they've created there. And I was wondering if you would be willing to chat about, um, well, I know you're willing to chat about uh, your perspective as a student there and what it has given to you uh, mental health wise. So I know, Sandra, that you're a scientist. Yep. Uh, you also do some humanitarian work. I do. I do indeed. <laughs> so you're not, uh, you, you're you a busy person, would that be accurate to say? That's accurate, yeah. Yeah. So what, so how did, how does art escape, how did that come into your life?
3: Okay, um, well, I mean, uh, I, I actually uh, met Melanie on a Facebook expats group, and um, she was requesting some help to do finances and, and you know, how to set up a business plan for the idea of Art Escape Studios.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: we sat in a cafe um, for about five hours one afternoon and, and just really hit it off. And uh, we got some basic plans together and Melanie's taken it and run with it. So it's been amazing. So I was a student in her initial studio, which was in Poc. Uh, Mm-hmm. And now uh, now she has this really sweet little cafe and art studio, which was her initial idea. Um, it, her vision was to have that, and it's in Istanbul,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and it's, it's super sweet. So I started taking classes, uh, you know, my job as a scientist is fairly... Um, strict in in a lot of ways and it uses one part of my brain and I was really craving something that was more of a flow type situation where I where I'm not going to develop expertise in a certain way and and I have to allow um you know the art to unfold so so I started taking the classes and learned the technique from Melanie that I keep using and and I've painted a lot of paintings now and it just uh it's really different it's a it's a nice little community everybody's sweet very different backgrounds and uh it's really an enjoyable way to spend a Wednesday evening for me so
0: so is yeah. it about to so do the kind of uh, strive for perfection in your job and then in the art world you're kind of more free-flowing is that what you mean
3: yeah, I would like to be more free flowing, but, <laughs> you also strive but
0: for perfection there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I try, but I don't have the skill, right? So, <laughs> so I'm having to live with a with a certain amount of inadequacy there, and and be okay with it, you know, be okay with uh, with making mistakes and and oil is a is a very forgiving medium. Mm. So I can go back and fix mistake, mistakes. And Melanie always has an eye on what you're doing and can make suggestions. So, so there's a lot of useful feedback. So I'm, I'm an apprentice, you know, so um, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's new. And, and it's nice. Um, it's also um, a little challenging sometimes because my ego wants to do it so well and write and be an expert, but I'm absolutely not that. <laughs>
0: No, no, but you know what? I can tell you one thing. I'm I don't know anything about art. Uh, disclaimer. So you already sound way too advanced to for me. I'm like, wow, you know, oil stuff and you know, t- <laughs> and <laughs> you,
3: it's almost the words of Melanie reflected here. So, right? <laughs> so it's, it's oh. Melanie's words that are reflected almost here because she's just very patient and very, um, yeah, very much just. Uh, is extremely positive in her teaching so she'll always pick yeah. up the good things and then we'll talk about the progress and mm-hmm. yeah so it's a it's a soft place to land for you know somebody who is not an expert by any means and and is you know um i would say i'm i'm sensitive to criticism so uh it's it's uh it's lovely because there's none of that there and, and it's just everybody's just admiring everybody else's work and you see the skill development. So uh, yeah,
0: you feel it's- safe in the space.
3: Super safe, yeah,
1: mm. yeah.
3: It's a it's a very relaxing. It's a cozy space, you know. It's it's nice and clean, and there's always you know there's great food there and coffee and drinks and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. it's just an all round atmosphere that's just uh, lovely to settle into after a, you know hard day work. And I chose the Wednesday class because it's in the middle of the week and it breaks it up for me.
0: And mm. so. it's interesting that you say that that you know that it's a uh, she's patient and forgiving and she's very positive because. I actually remember from my childhood that I w- I like to draw, but I always got very critical feedback. You know, it's not good enough and you need to be better at it And, the, and that kind of put my, you know, I, I decided for myself, I'm just not that person. You know, I'm just not an artist and uh, kind of never explored it. And that's very interesting that you say that even as adults, we are sensitive to criticism, right? But yeah. criticism can come in and learning and growth comes in different ways. You can actually, guide someone in becoming better without having that critical voice behind you which is enough that it is in our heads than to have it also from other people right <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly that's exactly it i mean i'm so I, I find i'm a very self-critical person it makes me a good scientist but it's not so great for for having having uh, you know in, in your personal life you don't need so much of that so um
0: yeah yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh, you mean your, in your personal life, you don't need so much of the critical voice or you don't need
3: no, I, Oh, I don't need it. I don't need it so much. It would be nice to have the softer spaces outside and, you know, like I don't need to be so watchful and wary in the outside world. Um, oh. it's, it's, you can have soft experiences and they are equally, if not more valuable. So.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So how long have you been in Denmark, may I ask you?
3: Oh, it's actually, it will be 11 years next month.
0: Okay and was it an easy
3: ride? Well, <laughs> I came <here> from, <laughs> I came to Denmark from Germany so that transition was easier than the transition from Canada to Germany. That was a tough one. <clears throat> but coming to coming to Denmark from Germany was uh, almost like a lightning uh, because in Germany I was working in German all the time and, and yeah. the culture there is is pretty rigid so and yeah. hierarchical so. Yeah.
0: So you enjoy being here in Denmark and you're settled in a pretty (coughs) little town called Birkerhol, is that right? I am, yes, that's right. (laughs) So so do you speak, and I will ask you the uh, question that all internationals love being asked. How good is your Danish? It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible I, i'm I'm one of those uh, one of those
3: people that are here that uh, understand almost everything, but my speaking is almost I mean, I can get by in restaurant situations and things like that, but no, I couldn't have meetings or or things like that in in
0: oh, Danish. Thank that God be... because it sounds exactly like me. So we got a <laughs> yeah. <eat> for density, Didier. Ni talk. Okay, that's great. So, big is a is a little way from Art Escape Studios, uh, but you still go there every Wednesday, you said. Yeah, um, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. Would you say that you prioritize it?
3: I do. It's it is one of the things that I prioritize. Um, I mean, I go. I work in Ballarup, so it's a little mm-hmm. bit easier from there, but. I, I definitely prioritize it. It's just a, uh, there's a relaxation that happens there. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of interesting because there's a, ten, there's a there's a tension because I'm really focused and paying attention to what I'm painting. So there's a tension, but at the same time, there's also a deeper relaxation. So there's a, you know, there's a little bit of a tug and pull there happening. Mm-hmm. Then it goes back and forth throughout the evening. But, but it's, you know, because it's three hours when you sit in the class okay wow so
0: that's a chunk of time
3: but you've already
0: said that it you know brings balance to your life it brings out your creativity uh you kind of uh, switch off in a way from your everyday and um and bring something use something else grow in another way so it brings your creativity and uh, and um how does it help your mental health in any way
3: Yeah, it helps my mental health and my, actually, my work life. Um, So mental health, yeah, absolutely. Because I, because in my job, I manage innovation and new technology development. So I'm constantly pulling in ideas. And Often I will go into a painting class and I'll have a, you know, I'll ha- I have a problem that I have at work. And I just kind of set an intention to have that be worked on while I'm doing something else entirely, a painting or whatever. And, and sometimes ideas will come from just sitting and focusing on something else entirely yeah exactly exactly so it's it's kind of you know it's like a I don't want to say a wonder but it's it's along those lines you know you just by focusing on something else entirely then often a new idea will come or you know a new way of presenting something or a new approach uh, comes through did
0: you use it during the (coughs) during the lockdown so we're just coming out of corona was it any help at all
3: uh, yeah, it was because it's. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I did some painting at home, but I still actually went into the studio because because Melanie was actually one of my bubble people, so I would go in and I would I would actually work from the studio, so I wasn't completely alone, but also um, then I could take breaks and do work, and so I was bouncing back and forth between. Um, doing work and doing uh, painting. And I actually was writing funding proposals at the time. So it really helped me because I, when I write funding proposals, they're very intense uh, processes and mm-hmm. um, I often get blocked. And then the self-criticism comes in. So then I would get up, make a coffee and then go and paint. So I just moved my, I shifted my focus and shifted my brain out of, out of that particular way of doing things and then did some painting and then I could come back and say okay shift things around and then things flowed with the funding proposal so and also you know just. um, that shift from being alone to being with someone else not necessarily that we were chatting all the time but just to have to having the company and having the presence because I you know I live alone so mm-hmm. I really wasn't seeing many people
1: mm-hmm.
3: so so um, yeah it was it was really important to have the balance of the the art in that. In that, you know, or just the, the striving and the use use of color and, mm. um, you know, different shapes that's and community. forms in that. Yeah. And then just looking at things differently, you actually have to look differently when you're trying to paint something. So so all yeah. of that training, it's kind of focused and defocused at the same time. It sounds like you're hooked, Sandra. <laughs> well I'm hooked I may not be very good but I'm hooked
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but but it kind of seems I mean it's a testament to the activity that it's um, that it gives you all these you know positive uh, positive uh, benefits but also that you kind of crave to do it you know you, you prioritize it uh, to an extent um so that brings me back to also another one of the things so you are a and correct me if you're wrong you are a self-proclaimed introvert yes and uh, and <laughs> I, I also say call I'm... myself a bit like you know I'm an extroverted introvert as they call it you know people who yeah. become extrovert because they have to for their jobs or work yes
3: so ambivert we're ambiverts we're so amb- we're.
0: well now we are maybe <laughs> I still think I'm an introvert but but I'm extrovert in my personality you know yes yes but um, what about the community aspect of artists game? Was that, is that, does that benefit you? It's really beneficial. I mm-hmm. mean, it's... Uh... Because you're from Canada as well, right? Are you from Newfoundland as well? No,
3: I'm from the West, from the mountains, but actually I was born in the UK. So I've kind of been a bit of a migrant throughout my, <laughs> for the, throughout my life. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I think this is the fourth or fifth country I've lived in. Um, which is kind of interesting as an introvert, right? So you put yourself into the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's what I thought because that part I thought. Do you also benefit from that? You, because you said something about, you know, when you uh, that when you had to write funding proposals, that just to be there, and, you know, be around people and hearing someone around going on. They don't don't necessarily have to talk to you, but just having people around. Even even introverts need that, right? Being an introvert doesn't mean uh, that exactly. like you don't like
3: people <clears throat> no exactly yeah. and and just having other people in the same room as you painting that are also learning and trying new things and you know sometimes there's a lot of conversation and sometimes not um, there's generally low music playing in the background and you can have you know you can have your coffee while you sit there and paint and I mean it's a, it's a really special cozy space I think
0: mm. and also
3: the people are hugely diverse so uh, that's also a really nice thing like you meet people that you would never usually meet you know yeah. from you know big executives to people in the music industry or film industry and yeah. I mean I don't meet people like that
0: <laughs> no one this is what a good com- a place that you know gets the community together one of the best features is that brings people from every part of life and you know makes them meet where you wouldn't otherwise meet uh, to ask you as a last since because you're also an expat and an international in Copenhagen uh, what advice would you give our the newcomers? In Denmark, were trying to, you know, fit in. As you can see that, it, as you know that it's not an easy process.
3: Well, I, well, especially this time of the year, the vitamin D, and I'm not kidding.
1: Vitamin <laughs> have, D. Yes, yeah,
3: really, really high doses. Yeah, 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 that's a necessity. There's just so much. There, the sunlight gets less and less, so it's really important, and um, that. That caught me by surprise uh, the first, I think, three years, and uh, it does seriously affect your mental health and also your physiological health
0: as well. So absolutely, and it doesn't matter what color you are, right? I mean, I no. thought it was me because I was I'm brown, but uh, but everybody needs vitamin D here, and absolutely, that's great advice. Everyone out there, go right now, talk to your doctor, and get the right dosage of vitamin D for yourself.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's surprising how much you actually need, but yeah, you do. Uh, that you need it to keep to maintain a certain bodily rhythm you need the vitamin d for sure um but yeah also i mean talk to people get out as much as you can um you know take walks during the daytime at work get outside and get whatever snap whatever sunlight there is i know it sounds desperate but it kind of is especially come february where there's no breaks uh apart from maybe the ski week
1: yeah so uh
3: yeah, it's a it's a quiet country, Denmark. So uh, I also have craved uh, community. So the, the studio provides that and, and also friends. And uh, yeah, just cultivate, cultivate
0: the people. Ooh. So yeah. as much so as much sunshine as we possibly can, try to get a place where you can get community, for example, artist Escape Studios and, um, and art itself. Yeah, I think
3: uh, it's a <laughs> if you're an expressive person at all, it's it can be hard to find outlets here. So uh, the art for me really works. I think there are different ways of trying it. So, I mean, I signed up for the, the classes that are five or 10 weeks at Art Escape Studios but there are also, you know, drop-ins and you can give it a try, you can have a coffee and give it a try with a friend on a weekend. And I think there are also Flatter the Masters where you're kind of copying a famous artist's work in a few hours just to get a sense of a technique or a way of using color or texture. So there, you know, there, it's playful. You can, it doesn't have to be uh, serious. Like I've gone into it now, but uh, it can be. So I don't just,
0: have to commit for two years. I can just go for a no,
3: day. out. you could just go for a few hours and sit and have a coffee and a sandwich and and have. It you sounds know, like enjoy. just having
0: a chat with Melanie would be kind of lifts you up, doesn't it? Sometimes.
3: Yeah, yeah, and just there's always like nice music in the background too. So I've also expanded my music collection on the side here. <laughs>
0: so. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Sandra. And thanks for having a chat with me. I really loved it. Thanks very much, Magnum. Me too. Well, that's all we have time for today. I hope you have been inspired to turn to art for gaining some mental space or use community to bring people together or use kindness in being effective leaders. What was your most important takeaway today? Support us by liking, commenting or sharing. Remember to take the time to enjoy autumn and look after yourself.